Hey, I hope you're having a great day today. Welcome to Daily Dose. Hope you join us today as we dive into scripture and we take a look at what God's word has to say for us today. How are you doing today? It is September 28th and welcome to Daily Dose. So today we're going to be talking about a relatively difficult uh, passage of scripture because it's a passage that um, if we were honest, most of us would probably omit uh, from the Bible. Uh, We would take it out because we don't like it. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about government. Uh, We're going to be talking about government and God and how, you, you know, you know, the the uh, beginning of the book of Job, when Satan walks into uh, heaven and he's talking with God and God gives Satan limitations. Why are we then so foolish to think that God cannot then be in control of our earthly government? Why do we think that God doesn't allow things to happen just as a form of maybe getting us back on track or a trial, but we separate ourselves from it? Uh, and we try to say, well, the ungodly have taken over or whatever it might be. And this isn't a political thing. This is not a Republican versus Democrat versus Libertarian. I want you to forget all of those terminologies that we've applied to earthly government. And I want you to focus only on the lamb today. Focus only on the lamb because he's the only one that matters. If you have your Bible, open me to Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13, and we're going to read in verse 1. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist what uh, will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is an authority? What uh, Then do what is good. And you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjugation, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes. For the authorities are ministers of God according to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom uh, taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. Now, I know that this is a passage of scripture that a lot of people disagree right automatically with me on this. Uh, And we like to put input feelings and emotions uh, into this. But I want to I want to ask you a question. When's the last time that you stopped and really prayed for the people that are currently in office, prayed for President Biden, prayed for Vice President uh, Harris. When's the last time you just stopped and you prayed for these people or prayed for our local government? And I know right now people are like, well, that's not my president. That's not my vice president. That's not who I voted for. And again, what I've asked is to set aside all man-made governmental terminologies. And just focus on God. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities. We are subject to those 
who are in power. Does that mean I have to agree with everything they say? No. They're, if they do something unbiblical, I'm not going to agree with what it is. But I will still respect the office that is given. Because I know that God has appointed, for whatever reason, into that office. And so, we have a duty as Christians to pray for our leaders. But can I say that this is probably one of the most neglected areas of our prayer life, praying for those who we disagree with, especially our governmental authorities. You know, it, it, it is shocking how, as we begin to look at the, uh, for example, the governmental's mandate of separation of church and state, uh, we think that belongs in our prayer life too. We think that we should separate church and state in our prayer life. We should separate government in our prayer life. We should separate those. But in reality, those that are in governmental leadership need more prayer than a lot of people I know. They need more prayer than a lot of people we know. Because even, even if you have somebody in office that is not a Christian, what's to say that God cannot move that person and bring them into a saving knowledge of Jesus, therefore changing their trajectory from a life of eternal damnation in hell to a life of eternal life. But we don't like that. We don't, we don't like that idea because, you know, we, we, whether you, uh, whether you voted for the president that's in office or not, somehow sways our likability of the office that is currently held. We like the president if the person we uh, appointed is in there, but if we didn't, we we don't like the president. Now, this isn't a, again, this is not a political post. This is a calling that God has put on us that we are to subject ourselves to the governing authorities. And there's one exception to this, by the way. There's one exception to this. When they become unbiblical and they ask us to do something that is completely counteractive to God's scripture, we cannot obey. That is that is the defining line. But we need to understand that God has appointed that position. God has appointed people in that position. And therefore, we are to, as citizens, subject ourselves to that governmental authority unless they are demanding unbiblical, counter-biblical actions. So today I want you to just pray for our nation. Pray for our leaders of our nation. Whether you agree with them or not, pray with them. Pray for them. Pray for our, our county leaders. Pray for our city leaders. Pray for those that are in decision-making processes that God would just snatch them out of an eternal separation from him into an eternal saving knowledge of him. I hope you have a fantastic day and I'll see you tomorrow.